0: From the 420SF studio, this is the Sloppy Pod, the leader in the Unpolished Podcast Company from the great Pacific Northwest. <laughs> in Lakewood, Lakewood, Washington. I, I don't know why I laugh at that. Um, maybe because they call it Lake Hood. Could be. I'm a... Uh, I am i will not say I'm a product of that. No, not at all. Um, but I live amongst it. Wait. Uh hey, so what's going on friends <laughs> and family and neighbors? Well, maybe not neighbors, but uh it is Friday again, if you can believe that. Uh yeah. It, it's crazy how these weeks are they're just flying by. Oh my <laughs> lord. Oh yeah. Ah, yeah, depending on who you talk to, I guess. You know, some of you, as I mentioned last week, some of you aren't aren't as fortunate to uh, have it fly like that. You know, you're stuck. But it is May 7th, 2021. It is episode 74. You know, uh, uh, look, I'd be remiss if I didn't recognize May 4th. With a nod to all the Star Wars nerds bah, 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 out there, uh, including my friend Corey. Oh man! So uh, from Mike Tyson, uh, may the fourth be with you. Uh, has anyone turned uh, turned, uh, turned t- bah, 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 tuned into his podcast? My Tyson has a podcast. E- everybody has a podcast, but. Mike Tyson has this podcast uh, with Evan Britton uh, named Hot Boxing, if you know a little bit about that. Um, But, yeah, so him and uh, Evan teamed up um, for a short time. Uh, They got real close. And uh, so, you know, Evan, well, uh, it turns out that Britton is out. Evan Britton is out. And Jeremy Piven, yeah, Jeremy Piven is in, you know, Entourage, <laughs> yeah. Then we watched a medical yeah. video. Yeah, sorry about that. Um, yeah, Entourage, and I, I never saw the, the series because I didn't have HBO. You got to be rich to, to have that. Um, but yeah, so why did Evan Britton drop out? Uh, well, here
1: you go. I take a lot of pride in having been a part of that journey with Mike. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a bummer because I love Mike so much, but he's surrounded by people who have other ideas about how things should be, you know, and... It would be one thing if I got a call one day and they said, Eb, we don't want you to host the show anymore. But in fact, it's been, yeah, yeah, we'd love to have Eb back. But literally every step of the way in the quote-unquote negotiation process, it's been literally, I can't even really tell you the, the, the negotiations that have gone down because you would be like, that's, absurd it's absurd it doesn't even make sense I actually feel bad for you Ed. That, like you weren't asking for more than that you know it was so minimum I was just like I just just give me this 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 these three things they couldn't agree to any of them and basically it's just like you know and ignore and kind of put your head in the sand and you know um, Shocking. Actually. Shocking that that's the reality. Yeah. And I'm reading, you know, I'm going through, I'm going back and forth with one of these people on this negotiation. I'm like, literally, what you're saying shows me how little appreciation you have for any value that I bring to this show. Right. You could give a fuck if I'm on this show, you know. So I was like, okay. Hey, man, you know, I've been feeling a certain kind of way for a little while. Mm. You know, just with feeling a little bit suffocated mm. and a little bit um, restricted with the amount of creativity and opportunities that I've brought in that have just kind of been like m- muddled and mm. relationships have kind of been fucked up. Like people who I brought into the situation, you know, and um, at the end of the day, man, I'm like. And through COVID, I started my own podcast, The Ebb and Flow. I really started working on, like, okay, who is Ebb? Yeah. Who the fuck is Ebb? It's another...
0: Well, so there you go, okay? <clears throat> uh, I'm sure The Ebb and Flow is going to gonna do great. But, uh, going back to Mike Tyson... I'm Mike Tyson. <laughs> yeah, um... Yeah, he makes the uh, speech impediment kind of cool, right? I'm just... um, uh, So, there are interviews um, that he... There are interviews that he has done in the past that that went off the rail emotionally. I invite you to watch him talking to Sugar Ray Leonard. Ugh... Dude, he couldn't speak. He could not speak. Uh, yeah. Uh, uh, I am speechless. I am without speech. And so was he. Uh, really hard to watch. And you will get choked up, I guarantee you. Um, (laughs) also, speaking of his late great trainer, Cus D'Amato... Uh, again, he just gets completely overwhelmed and, but it's, it's pure raw emotion, man. And so if I may just pause and remind you, there's nothing wrong with it. Okay. It is so healthy to let that go. Uh this being mental health ba oh my gosh. Mental health awareness month and yes, we will delve into it in another episode. But I digress. There are news stories that I really wanna to get to. Extra extra read all about it. Me and my no, playboy in trouble again. Extra like extra A extra, woman extra. smuggling a uh, revolver. Well, you'll see. Uh, and there's, uh, what else, um, there's some good ones, uh, a woman punching a flight attendant, uh, you know, things like that, so, I'm, I'm, <coughs> my throat, uh, by the way, my throat is killing me, I, <coughs> I used bleach earlier, okay, and, <coughs> and I'm trying to clean off the, uh, ceiling. Because I either have mold or uh, soot from the, the heater over the winter. and it's really it's, it's over what am I trying to say it it has taken over the ceiling and I really have to work at getting rid of it. so and they' they're gonna paint it. I'm gonna force them to paint it. but anyway, none of that matters. Uh, we're going to go to a quick break. I know it's early in the the beginning, but I, <clears throat> I just got to get a drink. And, uh, and yeah, so uh, we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. Back here at the 420 SF Studio, folks. And uh, yeah, we're just hanging out. Miss me <laughs> I doubt it but I missed you okay so here's the uh the deal I I was supposed to have this dropped by six o'clock it's eight o'clock now and i still got a whole lot of stuff to do um so it may be tomorrow <laughs> uh maybe dropping tomorrow who knows I'm gonna try to be in uh, I'm gonna try to have it in by By the by, the stroke of twelve. I doubt if I'm gonna stay up that late, though. Um, So, this is just a collection of um, stories that I gathered off the interwebs, and uh, I think I think yeah, I think we're gonna have fun with them. They're you know they're not new stories per se. I mean they are. They're just general interest. Okay. So here we go. Amy Natasha Wilhite, 39 years old, she pleaded guilty in mid-April to knowingly possessing a weapon inside the Boone County Correctional Facility by sneaking a 22 caliber pistol through through jail security on February 14th. Aw, she did it for love of another. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wilhite accomplished this despite, uh, despite the, uh, being searched upon her arrest. A detention sergeant is said to have performed a thorough pat search, um, at the jail. And a procedural, uh, strip search was conducted before Wilhite was admitted to general population. Uh, it it wasn't until sometime later that the correctional facility warden performed an in-depth cavity search. Oh man, those things will get you in trouble each and every time.
1: It rubs the lotion on its skin. It does this whenever it's told.
0: Oh, come on, dude. Just throw me some rope. Hey, I found that twenty-two down here. What more do you want? You know I'm not going to do these cavity searches anymore. This is ridiculous. It's disgusting down here. Good Lord! I think she's—I think she's got diarrhea. <laughs> I knew, i knew this was a bad idea. Ugh. Get me out of here! Throw me some rope, dude, now! Oh, good Oh, man. Get me out of here. Ugh. At some time after being incarcerated at Boone County Jail, it's believed that Will Hyatt removed the firearm from her body and concealed it within her personal belongings, the sheriff's office said in a March 3rd Facebook post about the incident, that included a photograph of the pistol. Oh man, I don't want to see that thing. Oy. Uh, anyway, it's uh, reportedly uh, uh, the uh, the the person that conducted that search um, went home and completely burned her uniform, took a shower, and uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Anyway, we're, we're gonna keep moving. Um, <laughs> moving on. Uh so this has got to do with a woman on an American Airlines plane. Uh she was arrested Sunday for repeatedly attacking one flight attendant and verbally abusing another. The woman uh was said to have become irate because her garbage was not picked up by the crew members. Oy, oy, oy. Oh the audacity. The alleged the alleged assault Um, occurred midway through the flight from Miami to New York City. New York City! Uh, the woman was identified as Chinaseya, I'm guessing. Campbell, 28, of Brooklyn. She is accused of striking a flight attendant multiple times, as well as uh, knocking the woman to the floor. Ooh, I don't know what the penalty is for that, but it can't be good. Uh, an off-duty, uh... NYPD officer was also uh, happened to be aboard uh, the plane at the time of the uh, alleged misconduct. You know, I get so tired of that word. Um, a criminal complaint filed on Monday uh, reports that the oh my god, please, the officer subdued the aggressive passenger and placed her in restraints, which she remained in for uh, the second half of the flight. Um, yeah, long and short of it is, uh, she got her ass handed to her and, uh, uh, the court documents report that Campbell yelled at, at one point, quote, cops aren't going to do anything to me before striking the flight attendant with closed fist. Yeah, well, how much you want to bet they are going to do something to you, honey? Uh. I, you know, I read somewhere where they uh, they have quit, uh, they've quit um, serving alcohol on planes. I don't know how true that is, but something needs to be done. Uh, let's see. Bill and Melinda Gates are ending their 27-year marriage. Wow. Uh, the couple announced the news in a statement posted to Twitter on Monday saying that they uh, plan to continue to work together at the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation. They no longer believe they can continue to grow as a couple. And so with that story, I came across this. Bill Gates, Chinese interpreter, is accused, uh, being accused of breaking up his marriage with Melinda Gates. And, as I read on, um, yeah, so reading on, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates carefully crafted a statement on the end of their marriage made very few key points clear, but left the uh, public utterly without clues on what might have prompted the dissolution of their marriage after 27 years and raising three kids together, yada, yada, yada. Um, rumors begin to flow, however, as they always do about high profile splits, and one colleague of Bill Gates has found herself in the crosshairs. Okay? Ready for this? Uh, <laughs> I hope that's not too loud, but, um, yeah, actually, it's, um, Chinese interpreter Z. Shelley Wang, who has worked for Bill and uh, Melinda Gates Foundation since 2015. It's unclear exactly how the, uh, where the rumor got started. At least one popular tweet alleging a romantic relationship between Wang and Bill Gates can be found in uh, rumors that Wang was the reason for the split from Melinda. Wow. And so I'm playing Yoko. Um I'm playing Yoko only because of the similarity of ba- breaking up the Beatles. However, she didn't break up the Beatles. We we know that. Um but just the similarity, it's nothing, you know, just playing it's just for fun, okay? It's, you know, don't take it too personally if, if you are, so. Um but anyway yeah so that's really really sad that that can be uh broken up like that. Um but you know she'll get half and uh she's going to walk away one rich woman. And you never know if Yoko I, I mean not Yoko but um, Wang she'll probably play him as a fiddle and and split from him and get half of that. Who knows, you know. Um anyhow, we're going to keep moving. Um let's see here. Where was I? <laughs> I lost my place. Okay, here we are. Okay, so this next story <laughs> uh restaurant tour Mike Cormier uh who who owns the Halifax, Nova Scotia based Arden bah. Ardmore Tea Room, oh my god, please, Ardmore Tea Room was working alone on Thursday morning when he saw a squad par pull up uh, outside, okay? The cops weren't there to fill up on pancakes and French toast. They were there to investigate an alleged crime. Oh, what could it be? Earlier that day, a resident of the Canadian city had called the police to report that the tea room was serving patrons indoors in flagrant violation of the provincial uh, COVID-19 guidelines. Ugh. Uh, come on. Um... <clears throat> So anyway, uh, April twenty eighth, Nova Scotia, uh, who had been a re- uh, who had been, oh my God, please, who has seen a recent surge in coronavirus cases, entered lockdown for a third time, causing all non essential retail establishments, including the tea room, to close or limit their their takeout or delivery. Anyway. Long and short of this one is someone ratted them out uh, when they thought they saw people dining in there. Okay? And they were wrong. They were wrong. Okay? Uh, basically, they were sent to investigate and the uh, suspected patron was none other than a, a mannequin wearing a blue mask and a white t-shirt. Uh... <laughs> back when indoor dining was still permissible, Cormier, uh, had, uh, had seated the life-size figurines at several tables to maintain a distance of six feet between customers. And I remember that. It, and even then, it was odd. Um, <laughs> so he, I guess he po- uh, posted in, um, what did he post? He posted on social media, quote, the mannequins are just here for fun, right? Because it's been a long year. Uh, he went to he went on to say, uh, please do not call police on us. We're only open for takeout and delivery. No eat in. She's a mannequin to help uh, with social distancing. Uh, he wrote adding hashtags, Quote, uh, I'm sorry, not quote. Oh, my God, please. Hashtag Halifax food noise. Hashtag takeout. Hashtag breakfast. And hashtag mannequin. <laughs> oh, man. So, anyway, the cops, uh, I don't know if they, they took their stuff to go. But um, I think that's it for that one. Uh, and with that, we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. We are back, baby. Yes, we are. We are back. And... Um, <laughs> wow. A swing and a miss. Yes, we are back. Uh, and, you know, I think it's only uh, fitting... You know, it's kind of late and creepy and yeah, I think it's time for a little bit of uh <laughs> <laughs> News of the Weird is being brought to you by Ensirasalsa dot com. Uh head on over to salsa dot com and choose from their five amazing flavors Mild hot, six-pack, habanero, and green sauce. Oh, yeah. Uh, Get on over there now, and when you enter promo code SLOPPYPOD, that's all uppercase, all one word, you'll receive 25% off your entire order. So let's get sloppy and stock up. Yeah. Okay, folks. Here we go with news of the weird. Oh man, uh, Kevin Johnson was arrested in Maricopa County, Arizona, after he left behind an obvious bit of evidence when he slashed. <laughs> he slashed two of his neighbor's tires. Uh, the Maricopa Monitor reported. Francesca Wickhoff found her uh, flat tires on April 15th... Yay, my birthday! ...along with a severed finger <laughs> lying lying on the driveway. That's when police uh, uh, found the trail of blood uh, leading to his... Well, leading to his home. Duh. Uh, the night before, Johnson had allegedly become drunk and belligerent because the two go so well together Uh, got drunk and belligerent at the neighborhood get together when he uh, shoved and threatened Wickoff and her husband before being asked to leave. He was charged with criminal damage and assault uh, along with other offenses Idiot You know you can't get drunk and belligerent and expect a good outcome Anyway, um what was the other one? I had I only had a couple of stories um kind of a slow news of the weird night. Um well here's one A woman is suing her local McDonald's claiming a family takeout dinner A family takeout dinner included a burger wrapper stained with feces. The fast food giant, though, says says an investigation found no proof to back up Amanda Bourgeois. Whatever her name is. Whatever. Uh, She contends her family was sickened and suffered emotional distress after eating food purchased on January 13th at the Millville, New Jersey, drive-thru, according to a six-count civil suit filed last week in Cumberland County Superior Court. After bringing the food home, Bajoy, or whatever her name is, said that she and her daughter started to eat french fries out of one of the McDonald's bags. That's when her daughter noticed a brown substance all over the wrapper of the burger and on her right hand. Yeah, whatever. The family also reportedly noticed a horrible stench. Well, it's McDonald's. What do you expect? I mean, come on. Uh, though joy <laughs> tried to call McDonald's back. No one answered, so she called the police. Yeah, call the police. I thought you wanted to defund. Ah, who knows? I'm just saying. Um, what else? Um, oh, okay, here we go. So, according to the Daily Journal, Officer... Kevin Gandy... ...responded to her call... ...and reported that she saw... ...um... ...sorry about that... ...reported that... ...uh... ...he saw what appeared to be feces... ...on the wrapper of the burger... ...oh... ...so he's backing her story up... ...right? ...uh... ...Gandy then reportedly went... ...to the restaurant where the manager... ...reportedly... Said it was not possible that feces had gotten on the burger wrapper. Blah 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 blah. Uh, yeah, so there, it's just gonna fight its way out in court. Um, you know, there's so many of these fake claims out there. P- Look, people are desperate for money. That's what it is. They're gonna find any way to sue or to. They're gonna. They're trying to find a windfall, and uh, it's just not gonna happen. Well, it might. Who knows? Um. Anyway, we'll we'll see. You know. Uh, moving on. Um. The World Toe Wrestling Federation. Yeah, that's right. They have announced that the 2021 championship matches will go ahead in August in Derbyshire, England. Whew! What a relief. Uh, the organizers uh, are looking for people who want to dip their toes into the uh, the water of pro competition. Oh, how stupid! Toe wrestling. Takes place sitting down and barefoot with the with the <laughs> with the competitors' toes, uh, linked like interlaced. I guess. Uh, no, there's no way. Um, yeah, th- I'm reading ahead, and this whole story is really stupid. I should have uh, <laughs> I should have done a little more prep work on that. Um, what else? Well, let's see. Let me me see what what I can find. Now, here's a good one. Nearly two decades after an Australian woman was convicted of murdering her four children, a growing list of scientists say that they believe she is innocent. Uh, Let me scroll down here. I'm reading right off the the page Uh, Kathleen Fulbig was found guilty in 2003 of smothering her children Caleb, Patrick, Sarah and Laura Wow each before their second birthday after uh, she reported finding them one after the other lifeless in their crib Wow Uh, That's Yeah She was uh, sentenced to 40 years in prison for murder Uh, and manslaughter with a non-parole period of 30 years which was reduced to 25 years after an appeal now 18 years into her sentence a group of 90 scientists have submitted a petition to pardon Fulbig uh, for what they call a miscarriage of justice um there is no medical evidence to support the prosecution case that Phobic smothered each of the children. The scientists argue. <clears throat> Instead, the group says they believe the babies may have uh, may have died genetic genetic causes. Wow. Well, this is going to be interesting. Um. In 2018, geneticists found that both Sarah and Laura had a generic... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> genetic... Uh, uh, genetic mutation in the Calm 2 gene, which can cause a sudden death in infants and children. Let me get a drink of them uh, getting cotton mouth. And no, it's not... Not from like, you know, anything like that. Anyway, sorry about that. Uh, man, I'm, I'm so sleepy. Um, anyway, so uh, an autopsy performed at the time of death showed that Patrick, who died at eight months, suffered from epilepsy. His death was attributed to airway obstruction according uh, to, uh, I'm sorry, uh, let me, oh my gosh, (laughs) so sorry about that, hey, so I listened back to this, this segment, uh, (laughs) as sloppy as can be, and I apologize for that, um, I'm going to go ahead and just drop everything I need to go to bed I'm way over I'm just exhausted and so I need to go and lay down we'll uh, catch up with you next week though for no- <laughs> for another another oh my god please uh, another um news of the weird uh, and a whole nother episode hopefully better than this one um, again I apologize but we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon y'all uh, have a great week later